You know, being up here makes me really feel free. Like, we could do anything. Here, at Makeout Point, next to all these other teens making out. This is where you feel the most free. Django, you know we're just friends, right? The best of friends? What better way to strengthen that bond than taking you to my favorite place in the whole world? Right. Well, if we're just doing nothing, can you turn your headlights on so I can at least see my book? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, no problem. Wait. Wait, did you see that? No, frankly, I don't care. Seriously, there, there is something in there. Jesus Christ, what is that? Ah! Is it pelvic thrusting? Jenko, I think it's pointing at you. No way, Evs. That thing is some freaky alien trying to take my girl. Excuse me? Please. Please don't kill me. <laughs> You, you, you want to make out? Uh, heck, uh, why not? Welcome back to another episode of Critically Optimistic. I'm your host, Mac, and joining me, as always, is Janko. Say hello, Janko. Hello. I'm happy to be back. Yes, and we have a very uh, incredibly special guest with us today. A Indeed, we do. A close friend of the podcast and a close friend of Janko and I. Um, we'd like everybody to welcome Ebony. Yay, Ebony! Sure. I feel so loved. <laughs> Incredible guest. Inflate my ego more. I love it. <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> we had to make you suffer a little bit, though, because we picked a theme that turned out to be quite terrible. Um, oh, yeah. Which is... Uh, what is the name of the theme again, Janko? Because I am blanking. Uh, well, the... Yeah, what was the theme? Like, uh, Grandpa stole my... Um, oh, like, I remember. Uh, I remember. Uh, why does Grandpa's aliens taste like mothballs? <laughs> that was it, yeah. Those intricate names. <laughs> and uh, it's, The name is more interesting than the film. <laughs> yeah, well, we put more effort than they did in the film, so it makes sense. Oh, that's for sure. I mean, I mean, our entire intro could be could just swap out one of these films. So, <laughs> the um, theme is really simple. We just wanted to choose uh, two films from the 1950s that. Uh, involved alien invasion specifically like little green men best as we can get to that which uh tr was more like it was a harder thing to do than uh, i thought it was going to be and mm. it had to have the word invasion in it because i think that was important for the time period <laughs> accurate yeah mm. and what's also fun is we both haven't seen this movie before so we're both going into this completely blind yeah so that, that's fun too and for better or for worse i guess ebony has never seen these films either um no oh, that's I was completely right, yeah. blind yeah 
Oh, God. I don't know which one was worse. <laughs> no, I know which one was worse, but... <laughs> <laughs> you sure now? Well, do you want to... Usually we do news, um, but we're not going to do news right now. Um, and at the end, we're going to plug Ebony's podcast because she has an amazing podcast as well. But we want you guys yeah. to listen to this episode first, and then you go show Ebony all the love and support for her podcast. You'll be there for days because she has way more episodes than we do. Um, and then you're going to come <laughs> back and tell us all about that. But yeah, Janko, um, start us off. Yes, uh, I'd love to. Okay, right, yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, this is a, a in the early hour of the night. Uh, young David McLean sees a flying saucer land and disappear into the sand dunes just beyond his house. Slowly, all of the adults, including including his once uh, including his once loving parents, begin to act strangely. Now that is the the synopsis for Invaders from Mars, and uh, this is Invaders from Mars. Invaders from Mars. He saw them land from outer space. He saw them capture innocent people only to destroy. Invaders from Mars, capturing humans at will for their own sinister purposes, turning them into diabolical instruments of destruction. So I actually want to start off by saying, what did Ebony think of this film? Yeah. Uh, honestly, it dragged out a lot. This film was so all over the place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was like everything was thrown at you in like 30 minutes and then they're like, shit, we have an hour to go. <laughs> what can we do? Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> it just sort of dragged. so much of this film that I absolutely hated, which is weird because it starts off like pretty promising within the first five minutes and i know you shouldn't mm -hmm. judge a film like that that quickly mm. but then it turns out to be really really frustratingly annoying um absolutely i agree honestly i feel like yeah. the kid did after he got hit by his dad <laughs> <laughs> that was the best part of the whole film <laughs> he I mean, flew across the room yeah he literally <laughs> smacked that kid yeah, that's right. Oh, a hundred percent. There was no acting there. He's just I like shut generally, up. Generally, <laughs> generally, I, I did, I did, I, I did enjoy the intro a lot. Like it, it, it set the bar. I mean, it, it set the mood for the film quite, quite perfectly. And I liked that sandpit uh, ordeal and the way that the, these people had like a mark on their, on their neck, kind of almost like invaders in. Invade, invasion of the body snatchers yeah i was actually but, um, gonna ask if you guys saw the similarities between that film because uh, while i was watching oh, it, yeah. i looked up to see which one was made first and this one was made first yeah 1953 doesn't mean it's the uh, yeah, better I, version because this version sucks oh no shit but uh, yeah <laughs> right no but i definitely i, de I right away understood uh, I, I right away got the similarities from Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but then again, all these fifties alien invasion movies are kind of 
crossing themes with one in, with, with one another. So, I, I mean, but it was also it, remade by Toby Hooper, though. Like you guys, that's right. Yeah, that's one yeah, I haven't seen which either. Is where it would have got the similarities to Body Snatchers is because they're both a bit closer mm. in time. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, definitely song. for sure. But uh, I think I really just want to talk about how this movie made me want to kill myself. <laughs> so Blake, <laughs> oh, go go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, go. <laughs> what, what was everybody's biggest problem? I mean, my biggest uh, problem with the film, I actually I want to go first, is the fact that they reshow us the whole film at the last like ten minutes. Of the film. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What was the goddamn point of that? That was clearly just a fill runtime. I I hated that scene so much. Oh my god. <laughs> most of this film was to fill runtime yeah. and that's my issue yeah. with it absolutely um uh, i i just felt they 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 chucked a lot of bullshit plot points like throughout the the last part of the film and saw if what would stick and what would like slide off and yeah it's it's not a good way to make a film um also, I, I took another. Uh, I took another notice with this film was um, they mention uh, at one point that oh maybe they're from Saturn. Uh, really, Saturn is a gas planet. How would they <laughs> fucking live on Saturn or Jupiter for that matter? Just um, just a hobby. Um, what do you call that? Like the astrologist in me just felt very very <laughs> pissed off by that that quote the, oh okay the whole um scientific part of the film was really drab and dull and there's a lot of um yeah. showing of its time with the uh, uh nuclear like everything was nuclear everything that was scientific oh, yeah. had nuclear stuff in it and um that was quite annoying as well just because it's like, i mean it didn't yeah didn't really make it sense wasn't needed no it wasn't needed that's true See, seeing from 1953, yeah, it's understandable that they have it in there, but yeah, it, it, it was bullshit. Mm. And, well, I guess we could should t sort of talk about the plot. So this kid sees his, um, or this kid sees a UFO crash land into the sand dune that is beside his house, which is the strangest goddamn thing to be beside someone's house. <laughs> I don't understand the same thing. <laughs> why that's right beside the house, but okay. And uh, it sinks. And then mm. he tells his dad, his dad's like, oh, well, my kid doesn't ever really lie, so I better go check it out. And then in the morning, it's violent father time, and he comes through the door, <laughs> slaps his kid, and yells at his wife. And you're like, well, I don't know if this is the 1950s or if this, <laughs> if something happened to this man, but uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping that the film would have some sort of like self uh, mm. revelance with knowing when it was made and be like, oh, is he really controlled or something like that, or did he just witness something horrible? But that's way too clever for this film. Oh yeah, yeah, you're you're expecting way too much if that's what you were thinking yeah. or hoping for. <laughs> but and then. The sand, so the, the, the ship lands in the sand and uh, they start sucking people down um, through the sand instead of giving us any aliens or anything like that. They just, we just yeah. watch people fall into a hole of sand. And that's, 
It's really yeah, comedic the way they fall as well. They're just like, wee! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just disappear. It doesn't seem that bad, to be honest. They all scream and stuff. But um, That's another point. Like, the, the aliens aren't a part of this film until, like, the last five minutes. Yeah, oh, that's the craziest thing about it, too, is, like, you keep wishing throughout this whole film. You're like, oh, oh God, where are the freaking aliens? And then they show up, like, and you're like, this appear. is worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a <laughs> shitty episode of Star Trek. <laughs> Uh, but how did you guys feel about the aliens? Like, uh, Ebony, I know, I know what I felt about the aliens, but, like, judging just purely based um, off of what they looked like. <laughs> Have you guys seen Mighty Boosh? Uh, a little bit, yeah. So, the, <laughs> the thing in, like, I, I, don't, I still don't understand what I watched, but the thing in the glass bowl... Oh, yeah. ...reminded me of... Like, there's this little, like, octopus alien thing in Mighty Boosh called Harrison, and it reminded me of that. And then the aliens that were literally just dudes in green suits. I don't... It's just like... It just reminded me of old Greg, and I just... I couldn't <laughs> stop laughing at it for the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of This is not meant to be this funny, but it really... It just added so much more humor to it, so I was able to actually finish the damn film. <laughs> Wow, wow, that's good. <laughs> I haven't thought about old Greg in so long. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I watch Mighty Boosh like daily. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I hated the aliens more than the rest of the film. They were so abundantly like terrible that you kind of just wish it was just mm -hmm. the sand. Like, at least the sand gives oh, the idea god. that there's something grander underneath. And then once mm. they just showed it, you're like, oh, no thanks. I, I don't want this. <laughs> it was really annoying. Um, oh, yeah. Again, yeah, no, I, I, I felt the design was very lazy. Like, um, didn't even look like aliens for that matter. Oh, even the set um, designs were really lazy too. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed. Yeah. But... The whole damn film was Although, really lazy. Yeah. Yeah. One thing... One... <laughs> One positive thing I have to say about this movie, though, regarding the set design, is I, I liked how German expressionistic it looked. Like um, I could see that you're talking uh, about the long hallway like, and stuff like that. Yeah, the long hallways in the police station, mm -hmm. and also the the hill that goes towards the sand pit. Yeah. Like it looks. Oh, like the never-ending hill. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's almost painted <laughs> on a set, and I, I, I did, I, I did in fact enjoy that. I thought that was a clever creative idea uh but did you notice they film. used like the same b-roll for them walking up the hill oh yeah oh my god yeah they... <laughs> <I noticed laughs> was like, that, this, yeah. we need to make this longer so let's just replay the they same reuse so many shots in this film it's not even like when they're running through the tunnels inside of the alien catacombs i'd swear they replayed oh so many of those it, at a point i forgot like what part of the film i was at because i kept seeing the same thing over and over again i thought it was like broken <laughs> <laughs> that's what i thought i thought maybe like tubi was fucked up yeah. and it's just like <laughs> cutting and just going around in circles i will Which say it has done before so my favorite bit of the film i would like to hear everybody's favorite bit but my favorite bit of the film is when they're looking through the telescope uh inside of the observatory and he's like oh there's my dad and it shows him <laughs> push the guy into the sand pit and then he just stands there like superman pose Yeet. like ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part of the film oh yeah that's pretty good <laughs> 
You can't really top that, I don't think. No, I, no, no the kid I don't. getting smacked is pretty good. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> no, I guess my just my favorite moment of the film is early on in the police station. The way um, the way that scene looks, um, like this very tall desk in the reception with two like gigantic lamps on each side. I gotta agree I, I, with I, that. I like set designs like that, and that really, yeah, that really kept me for the film. I'd uh, say I the one thing that I did notice is that was really abundantly clear when I was watching it is that the uh, set for when the kid came into the police station is mm. the same set they used for the scientist. Oh, okay. Mm. Huh. Yeah, it's clearly the exact same yeah. set. They just put lights on top, and I don't even, and then put beakers on the table like it there's not nothing really changes about it yeah it's pretty much no the same right <laughs> they must have had a really low budget and oh one of the things i i really hated but i thought was funny is the um b-roll footage of the army and literally every soldier waving to the camera <laughs> <laughs> yeah like stock footage from uh, world war ii no i don't know if it maybe it was stock footage <laughs> i thought it was literally them like he just i think they just recorded it once yeah <laughs> kept using it it was funny because oh. it took me out of the film it's like clearly these guys are like i'm on camera hi <laughs> <laughs> also to answer your question the budget was apparently two hundred and ninety thousand dollars what i don't know how much that is in inflation but two hundred ninety seems... thousand dollars yeah, that sounds a lot. Oh my god, it does sound like, like for a the lot. 50s. And they made that? There's this yeah. <laughs> This had to be a tax movie. I'm I can't believe that. <laughs> oh my god. You blew my mind with that. I I really thought like the budget was going to be like 2000 bucks. Oh right, yeah. Oh, I wasn't going to go that large, but I mean, I mean 2000 went to the alien alone, so <laughs> <laughs> Well, like green paint. Uh, lots of green. Paint. <laughs> Those guys were probably high as shit, man. It probably just was green lead paint. As if you wouldn't be though. Like you'd have to be high to agree to be that fucking alien. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this is the role you're gonna have. Well, yeah, I might be high. <laughs> well, how'd you guys feel about Jimmy Hunt, our main star, the little the little kid? Uh, what's his name, David? Gee whiz! Yeah, he was an annoying little shit. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't terrible though. I mean, he was I mean, his, his acting Wilson. could have been better though, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he, like the, the, he was acting exactly like one of those kids should be acting in the nineteen. I <laughs> guess so. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to judge, but I mean, I don't know. It's yeah, fine with me. I actually, I actually didn't like. There wasn't a single character that I felt interested in. Like they're just caricatures in a '50s movie where they all talk in that radio voice, and uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't find anything that stood out yeah. for me amongst the characters. I gotta agree with the characters. They were all throwaway characters. Like there's nothing, no one I cared about. Like if you're gonna die, cool, whatever. You're gonna die, okay, goodbye. <laughs> don't, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong with. 
when I rate this film, you will see that I definitely agree with you, but I'm just trying to mm. throw any positivity I can towards this thing because I'm <laughs> struggling hard. It, it's so bad. <laughs> right. And I mean, like, the aliens suck, the whole movie sucks, and the part that really blows about this film is it starts off at a point where you're like, I'm fine, and then by midway point, you're like, I'm dead inside and then by the time it's done you are dead like this, this <laughs> that middle section like i really really struggled i almost fell asleep i i struggled at the end the end was the hardest because i did not give a crap I, and i i don't understand how yeah. introducing aliens in your movie makes me not more interested like you did something <laughs> really wrong at that point yeah <laughs> it was too late that's the problem it was too late and the aliens sucked, yeah. and the the design of the catacomb stuff it was just on the bubbles mm, everywhere. The bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was quite terrible. Um, I I did not enjoy myself with this film, but maybe we should just move on to ratings. I mean, is there really much else to say? This might be a shorter episode because these films are so Ooh. short yeah i mean we can i mean if it's short we can just talk about something else afterwards <laughs> but uh <clears throat> but uh before we go to ratings i do have one interesting uh trivia uh about this uh film that could that could uh explain why it is in fact so um why it in fact was so expensive okay um because uh initially uh the film was planned to be filmed in 3d and I guess that is also very apparent with the set design because it looks very massive and uh, they tr really tried to incorporate that into a 3D production, but they couldn't get the hands of the equipment, so they just filmed it normally. So they tried and then they said, oh, and then they didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sums up this Lazy. movie quite, quite clearly. <laughs> Okay. Fits in well. <laughs> I was just reading another um, trivia point is the special oh. effects department used condoms to create those bubbles that uh, Ebony is so fond of on the walls. Yeah, that I saw the same so thing. Much. <laughs> Does it really though? I didn't think I didn't look at those and be like, man, those are condoms all over the wall. <laughs> well I was kinda only looking at the bubbles in those scenes because there was nothing else going on for so damn long. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I've overanalyzed the bubbles and I can agree that they are definitely condoms. <laughs> <laughs> uh did you have some more trivia there, Jacob? Uh no, that was all ever all the interesting points I found about it. Yeah, there's literally nothing good about it. On, okay, actually, no. if I had to say anything, it's probably the fact that the matte paintings inside of the film were quite fine. I can't even say they're good; they're just mm. fine. Like, yeah, it, everything's so mediocre um, at being, you know, like top anything in this film, and everything else is just total dog mm. crap. I agree. <laughs> but uh, let's do ratings, and since Ebony is the special guest of this episode, she gets to tell us exactly how she feels about this movie. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Oh, Jesus, with this one. I mean, it's nothing I'd even want to watch again, and that is so rare, because I'd usually, like, find something to watch out of boredom, but this would put me to sleep. So I'm going to be really harsh and go really low and give it a two. A two? Wow, wow. 
Mm-hmm. I feel. Oh, are we going out of uh, one out of ten? Because Janko and I use the five out of five, or like you know, with the points, point five. Then one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or half. <laughs> Even half. Go. You know what? Fuck it. Go half. Yeah. It's half a star. Half star. <laughs> it's half a star. Um, Janko, what about you? Yeah. Um. Um. I guess I'll give it a one. Um. Uh, I give it that extra half point mainly because I liked how the set design looked, but it is a very forgettable film overall. And the 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 final act was complete bullshit. And uh, and I I didn't even remember the aliens and uh, like all that all that introduction for such a low payoff is just dreadful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's uh, this is definitely not a movie I will rewatch anytime soon or ever own in my collection. So that is uh, <laughs> that is definitely a, a strong strong statement. Well, I'm the last in line, and I'm gonna have to agree with you, Janko. It is definitely a terrible film, and if it's a terrible mm-hmm. film, it gets the terrible rating, which is one star. And um, oh yeah, I can't. Glad we are equal on this. <laughs> I don't want to say it's a complete waste of time because I feel like it has some cultural relevance in terms of cinema, but mm. uh, there are and there are a few moments in this film that are kind of like just funny because it's bad. Like specifically, when I said I like the part where he shoves the guy into the sandpit and then kind of just laughs about it, <laughs> I I really liked that part. I thought it was really funny, and I know it wasn't supposed to be, but it was really funny. Um, and because of that, I'll just let it slide a little bit, and I'll give it the one star. But yeah, no, this film sucks. Don't don't watch it. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do with these genres? They're all like throw them all out there, and they're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, if anything, uh, we might get get console consolidarity from watching the remake instead. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know why someone would remake the film, but I am curious to see what they do with the remake. To be honest, I mean, it, the aliens I mean, it are is very different. It, it is Toby Hooper after all, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. True. Oh, one last thing I want to say before we move on: the general or the guy, you know, the the one like military person who was in charge of everything. Because I really am spacing out on any of this. Mm-hmm. Were his eyebrows fake? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to assume almost everything about that guy was fake. Yeah, but his eyebrows he was were so his, over the top. His eyebrows were like super huge and like just white as snow. Caterpillars. And I couldn't figure out if it was just like it was just him or if it was <laughs> I don't this isn't even very important. <laughs> but it, that's the only thing I kept thinking every time he was it on the screen. It's highly important. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wanted one to fall off while he was doing something. <laughs> oh my god, now that oh, would have yeah. been entertaining. Yeah, would have. Well, you got to give this film credit where credit's due. It is clean. There was no yeah. boom mics or camera men being spotted eating a donut in the background. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or you, or you spot someone sitting like a cameraman on a train. On a train. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at you, the town that dreaded sundown. Sundown. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time to move on to the better film of Grandpa's collection, which is Invasion of the Saucer Men. 
Hello, police headquarters. This is Carter, Johnny Carter. Oh, sure, they're from another planet. What a dilemma for young lovers Steve Terrell and Gloria Castile. He thought I was kidding. Nobody will believe the invasion of the saucer men. All this makes it seem natural for a beer-drinking bull to appoint himself chaperone of Lover's Lane. Hey, for Pete's sake! And a farmer with the longest shotgun you've ever seen plays the villain. What's so funny? Well, I expected to be frightened on my wedding night, but nothing like this. It's our busy night, too. We've been flooded with calls from people who say they've seen flying saucers and little green monsters. wonder how that rumor ever got um, started. This film's a lot better. Like a so lot much better. Yeah. Uh, enjoyably better. I wouldn't say enjoyably where I'm going to give it a, an amazing rating, but it's compared mm-hmm. to the other film. Oh my god, it's better. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot more fun with this one. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it had some. Oh, go on, Jacob. No, I was just going to say it had some clever, clever ideas uh, since it is such a limited and uh, limited and um, uh, like uh, basic film. It still tried to. Mm. To do something with its effects and uh, try to make make this uh, try to cause a sort of creep vibe to it. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna have a lot more to say about this film than <coughs> we did on mm. the other one. But mm-hmm. let's go over what it's about. So, a teenage couple making out in the woods accidentally runs over an alien creature with their car. The creature, oh, the creature's hand falls off, but it comes alive and with an eye growing out of it. It begins to stalk the teens. Meanwhile, Joe, the town drunk, wants to store the body in his refrigerator, but some of the alien's buddies inject alcohol into his system, and Joe dies of an overdose. I didn't make that up. I was just reading what's on Letterbox here. That uh, <laughs> calling Joe the town drunk. That's harsh. Yeah. Who wrote that? Yeah. He's not the town <laughs> yeah. drunk. He's a drunk, but he's not the town drunk. He's, he's just <laughs> yeah. drunk. Like he's just drunk. He's just happy, having a good time. He's in his own world. That's true. <laughs> Poor Joe. Wow, you got the short end of the stick with that right up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, what did you guys think of this movie? Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, same. Like I, I would, I would own this. Quite easily. The poster is good too. I really like the poster. Yeah, yeah, it's a a perfect example of clickbait that does actually <laughs> uh, that that does actually work in your favor. <laughs> it does, and it's not entirely clickbait because the aliens do look like that technically. That's true. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I do. In fact, them. love the alien design in this film. Oh like, god, they, it's they... so much better compared, like night and day compared to the last <laughs> film. Oh, holy crap! This the aliens look also, so good. <laughs> so much better. Also, generally, the use of practical effects too is uh, is is quite impressive for this film. Although it really surprised me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Although it is a 1957 movie, so um, I might not. It might um, might not maybe be that impressive, but still, I, I thought it was clever. Well, to let everybody know, so Invaders from Mars was made in 1953, and this one we're talking about right now, 1957. I mean, they're not that far apart, but if you ask me, no, it's true. like night and day. Like, those couple of years leading up to Invasion of the Saucer Men, it, I don't know. Obviously, it depends on who's making the thing, but this guy was way more competent than the other person. Mm. Oh, that's for sure. And also, right away, uh, you notice that this 
the general tone in this film is a lot different than Invaders from Mars. Mm. It's mm-hmm. more comedic, and I absolutely love that it starts out with a voiceover. I thought that was. A, I loved that too. Mm, like it, it almost felt like a more noir film than anything, which uh, which which I thought was pretty pretty cool. Um, I I did find it funny that the narrator introduced himself as that good-looking guy sitting over on the bench, and then it shows him. On the bench? And you're just like, dude, you look like a gargoyle. What the heck? <laughs> he was he was very generous with his appearance. Did, did, us, did any of you guys notice that a lot of the male characters in this movie look like Chandler Bing? Yeah. Actually, you're right about yeah. that. No, but now you've said it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, my God. Could I be any more drunk? <laughs> um, I don't even know really where to start with this film. So it's, it's kind of a back and forth. Uh, my biggest takeaway is that there's a lot of going from one location and then to another location mm. and then back to the first location and then back to that other location. Uh, I don't enjoy that aspect of this film at all, but it's okay, oh. I suppose. And and also supposedly it also happens at the same night. Like everything in this movie happens in at the one, same night. Yeah. Mm, yeah. True. Uh, well, they. You know what? Even though in the script, though, I think it kind of makes sense because mm. I think there is a point when they're in the police officers or police station, and they're like, "What time is it?" And he's like, "It's two in the morning." And you're like, "Yeah, that's, that's that sounds about fucking right." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that does make sense. Um. Mm. Well, so we, we we start off with two out-of-towners, not town drunks, who are <laughs> looking for a good time. Am I right about that? Aren't they like con artists? I guess so. Yeah, I, that's what I gathered from it, too. They're just that's, con artists. Yeah. But uh, they're not just... getting anything out of this town. And so mm. one wants to go home for the night, the narrator. He wants to go home for the night, and the other guy wants to go drinking to find women something like that mm-hmm. i think it was something yeah. like that i can't remember he just wants to potty yeah he just wants a good night and then it kind of switches over perspective to a uh, two teenage couple and they're hanging out in front of like this diner uh the big oh, the one thing i keep remembering is that one of the guys working at the diner was just like touching all those teen boys <laughs> and he was like oh. he was just like really close with them and it was know. so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. it made me laugh though well, of course there so would be an, of, of course they would incorporate stranger danger in a 50s film <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to be part of the gang come on guys what's wrong <laughs> i think he was already part of the gang <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. But, yeah, so the film goes on, and like I said, the teens go up. We get a random shot of this guy's cow, and then the film keeps going. (laughs) I really thought that was going to be the only time we saw that cow. This cow is the main character. I don't care what anyone (laughs) says. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that cow got paid for his reporter role. (laughs) (laughs) That bull. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I really thought because when he's talking and he's like, "Oh, that's that's just what's the cow's name?" It's like Bessie, right? It's just very yeah. generic. It's like, "Oh, that's it's Bessie." Something. Like his proud, his proud bull, and then just random cut cow. 
Okay, random cut back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I loved so much about this film. <laughs> it's the random cuts. <laughs> I just love the fact that it's like, what if they don't know what a cow is? Oh, you better put that in there. Just <laughs> we in better case. show them. <laughs> what if he doesn't? What if they don't know? Put that. No, put that in there. Yeah, that one. Not everyone were farmers in the 50s. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> in my mind, I just think that he put a picture of a chicken. He's like, no, 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 that's not a cow. You see, you got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the they hit a, they hit one of the aliens and you don't see anything, which kind of pissed me off because I thought that this is how the film was going to play is we weren't going to see them at all. Um, and it was just going to be really like sort of what we just did with uh, the, the invaders from Mars, again. right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. then you get to see the hand and you're like, oh my God, they're using stop motion and everything. This is great. And you see it puncture the tire. And um, I think that at that point I was like, oh, you're doing this now? And then I was very interested. I was like, you, you have my attention. Thank you very much. Mm. <laughs> I think that's what I loved the most about those aliens was the little needle poison things on the end of the fingers. I guess. It was really well done with the stop motion and everything. It was. And I don't know if that's like very innovative for its time, but they they did Mm -hmm. a good job. I guess. Yeah, definitely. I guess it wouldn't have been technically speaking because there's a lot of other films that did way more of that. But I mean, for this kind of movie, it's because this we got to think, too. These are drive in movies. For the time, yeah. this is all that was... It, it was just put on so that people would come to the drive-in. It's a good enough time. You know, people make out in their car. They don't give a shit. And then that's it. They'll get their money off of that. But this guy obviously had a little bit of a vision and he wanted to do something with it. Um, I, I really felt the drive-in theater vibe off of this movie the most, though. Oh, yeah. That was quite... quite quite apparent and I, I i did enjoy that as well um like this actually felt like a movie compared to the other one mm-hmm. yeah although i i i did notice that there was some uh i did notice that it wasn't a, a generally a very well written film no like the dialogue was wasn't that good and uh, I don't. It might might have just been the version I watched, but I, I felt the movie was a bit too dark at times, like hard to um, hard to see no, what was going on. I think that was okay. Oh, so so you guys noticed that yeah, as well? Yeah, I think it's it was intentional mm. though. Um, okay, to yeah. Kind of like it's the right thing to do. Show the time of night. Yeah, well, sort of to show the dead of night, and also to show like mm, it's so, a yeah. set right and you don't want people to know it's a set so how do you do that well just don't show them the whole set so you, you show them <laughs> yeah. a little bit and it looks more believable it's the same thing with the aliens mm. like i thought we were never going to get a clear view of the aliens because the costumes were going to be too shitty something that uh, mm-hmm. invaders from mars definitely should have done but they didn't mm. um, yeah that's true <laughs> so they used lighting cleverly in this film and i i enjoyed that aspect i i thought because yeah. it was dark sure but it felt like it, it did a better job at making everything a little bit more believable which was mm. more fun yeah you know, personally because you know sometimes not showing stuff can... is better than just showing it outright oh yeah no i can definitely see that 100 percent. You, you you make a valid point with that <clears throat> anyways what'd you guys hate about the film um 
I don't know if there's anything uh, I hated. No. Like, like I'm you're... sure there's stuff I might have done differently, but for the film itself, I don't think I really hated anything as such. Yeah, same. Like it. Like, like it's clearly that it's not a great film, but mm. it's still enough there to to yeah. have some enjoyment out of it, mm-hmm. and it had some interesting creative uh, ideas, and it worked well. It, it worked for its charm, and uh, having it in that comedic nature it really helped the movie strongly. Um, <laughs> like when the guy's clearing out his fridge, and then he's like, "What the." F- fuck am i doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that <laughs> i'd love to read the book it's based off just to see the similarities or differences oh i didn't know that um yeah, yeah so you, you know how he starts the film with the monologue and then um him talking and then it sort of ends with that as well mm-hmm. and he talks about that's being right. an author yeah. that's because it's based off a book so he's being the author of the book that the movie is based oh, off I get oh it. okay that kind of yeah me of so the, the i'd the really like cat. to yeah, exactly. So I'd really yeah. like to read it just to see if it's as comedic as they've made the film, or if they've changed. Oh, sorry, as yeah, as they've made the film, or if they've changed it for the film. Okay, interesting. I'd love to do that too. It's probably not a very long book either. Yeah, I guess not. Well, it wasn't no. a very long movie, so I'd hope not. True. <laughs> Otherwise, they've cut a shit ton out. <laughs> I will admit, apart from the, uh, apart from the back and forth, which I, I started to really hate after mm. a while, um, the biggest thing that I, I really disliked about the film is, technically speaking, from a script-wise, it's dumb as heck. Like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. And The one-liners were weird. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of... It felt like it was kind of written... Like, it was one of those books that were written by a thousand monkeys with typewriters. You know, it just came out and someone's like... Hey, this kind of makes sense, and they just published it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, it, for the sake of it, it was weird to know how the aliens died. I think that was quite mm. a strange choice when I was yeah. watching that. Uh, it's because uh, that was part of the problem. It's just like, oh, so these intelligent that beings <laughs> from outer space come down, and they didn't account for sunlight, but they <laughs> flew past the sun. And landed on the planet, and they're like, oh, this must be yeah. okay. And then, mm. you know, like, I, I thought they were going to try to survive until daylight, and then the daylight would have just killed them off, which would have been kind of better, because then it's like, ha, see, they're dumb. But instead, they just turned on the <laughs> headlights, and it's like, okay, it's done. Yeah, it's like it's like signs all over again. <laughs> like, <laughs> why would aliens go to a planet that has wa- that has a natural water, uh, that has water as a natural resource? Are we, are we going nat- there? Natural source. Are we, go- are we going there? Is that what this is turning into? A science discussion? No, I don't know. I've got all night. Good- <laughs> God, I will defend that movie till the day I die. <laughs> No, you're allowed to like it. <laughs> you know what, though? I will say this. I'm just thinking about this. Those aliens must be loaded all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they inject Why do you, you say that? They inject you with alcohol, and it comes from them. So they must oh, be yeah. just plastered all the time. Maybe they're just party aliens. And they're just trying to yeah, get everybody I, I, loaded. Well, they are really, really short, too. So they wouldn't need much to be loaded. Oh, my God. I would love, I would actually love for someone to remake this as like uh, a Shaun of the Dead. Like a booze comedy? No, like a Shaun of oh, the Dead, yeah. like Edgar Wright movie. That'd be. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Really good. I'd love that if, if it's just oh, these aliens awesome. trying to make the world into a giant party planet. 
<laughs> but, I like the idea, but anyway. <laughs> well, it, 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 it has to be a direct. It has to be a direct remake, though. That's the only way I'd be. Uh, I'd be happy with it if it was like someone tried to make an original thing. Loosely. Like a shot for shot remake, but they're loaded. That's the only difference. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Why don't we just do no, that? Let's just remake it. <laughs> I've got some short friends. They can fit in the alien suits. <laughs> but uh, I did really enjoy the like the nails coming out of the hands. Uh, that was a pretty good practical effect on the aliens. Yeah, it did. Like like they're it feel- short like like nails that uh, like spikes that come out of their fingernails fingertips it, it felt more like um it felt more like a um throw to trying to make it more horror i'm not sure if the rating yeah. system had yeah i guess to so do yeah with how horror they could go but yeah it's weird um i'm not i'm not sure if the rating system was a thing back uh, then was it i don't really know but Mm. yeah see i don't know we didn't clearly do enough research before doing this episode um yeah that's true or this this episode because normally we do do a bit of facts and stuff like that and we've Mm. we've done it a little bit here but uh i feel like this one's just super opinionated this time which is fine because we got ebony on oh yeah that so that that's that's true it gives for better conversation and but i'm just interested like yeah so the MPA rating system was first used in 1968, so so they didn't really need to worry about about ratings then, I guess. Okay. Well, I guess maybe it was just um, I don't know. I don't know. It felt like they could have done more. I was really hoping that one of these movies was going to be more horror. You know what I mean? Instead of campy, yeah, no. and uh, cheesy, like Absol- like try and be spooky. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Scare the shit out of you. Yeah. But they, no one I, tried that. You wrote down here clever use of sound effects. I want to know what oh, you meant by that. Yeah, yeah. What I meant by that was the was the 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 sounds that the aliens give off, like the the scurrying, the the, the, the quivering. Oh, and there's their like language too. I mean, I I basically yeah, just did too. the same thing at the start of this uh, episode. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but also, <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that. But also, uh, I guess there was that. That humming sound that comes from the, I guess, spaceship, right? At first, it was like, whoa, what is this? But the more times they used it, it became very painful to listen to. Um, maybe that was the intent. But like, like for, at first, I thought it was my phone vibrating or something. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, after a while, it became headache-inducing. But I, I didn't, I did like that sound that came from the spaceship. It's better space, spacecraft. It's better than invasion uh, or invaders from Mars because the mm. we didn't even mention this, but when the invaders were sucking people through the sand, it was just a <laughs> yeah. choir for. Uh, reasons <laughs> what was with that <laughs> it's true <laughs> it was like oh <laughs> every time like they getting sucked up to heaven but it was being pulled underground <laughs> it was mm, like yeah. it was a choice that was made and it was fine but i mean it was definitely a choice yeah. but this the way that this movie does it you're i i agree with you jenko it was a lot better and should mm, we just yeah. talk about the scene where the aliens try to attack the cow for no reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what did the cow ever do to them? I don't, they try to get it drunk, that and they just can't. Damn bull. Like, like, what is what is the thing with aliens? They're always attacking cattle or uh, well, like 
like crop circles, like cattle mutilations. Like why, why, why do aliens have such a huge problem with cattle? Like, uh, <laughs> like did they do something to them in the past life or something? Or there's a secret war no one knows about between <laughs> cattle and aliens. It's actually the reason why they're here in the film. <laughs> That's why they oh, attack the cow. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the cow has such a big role in this film. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Well, is there? Should we move on to trivia or? Oh uh, yeah, I have one interesting trivia. Uh, like the alien design here, um, they use that to to base it off the character Morbo from Futurama, which yeah, you can quite clearly see. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was that was pretty cool. Oh, you're definitely right about that. I'm never yeah. I'm never gonna look at Morbo the same way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but that was pretty much the only interesting uh, trick I found about this. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Uh, they re- they need to remake this movie. I think. Yeah, it I would agree. be fun if the other mm-hmm. one got a remake. This one needs a remake too. It's just the, I think the problem with remaking this one is uh, no matter what you're like, oh, I'm gonna make a mediocre movie because you can't you cannot make this unless you go the route like I was saying where you just flip the genre on its head. It's not gonna. It's not gonna. It takes its <laughs> yeah. charm away, though, if you do that. <laughs> it needs. I. I feel like if you remake it, I'd. I'd really like to still see it comedic. I. Oh yeah. yeah. Go balls to the wall. It's comedy. Like all out. Yeah. Well, we should mention this time though that this was made by Edward L. Uh, Ken, and he has made other films of creatures. Like he made the she creature. Um, oh, he made it and creature of the atom brain, something like that, and invisible invaders. And so he's he's dabbled in monster stuff before. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not sure what those ones are like because I've only ever seen this one technically, but <laughs> right, yeah, he has a lot of uh, he has a huge uh, uh filmography, mm-hmm. and a lot of them do well, all of his good ones seem to be of the creature ones yeah stuff like that but yeah anyways uh ebony what are you gonna rate the shusherman um look i'm gonna go with three wow nice yeah i like i said i'd I'd own it i don't think it's perfect by any means but i enjoyed it enough yeah I, i would too honestly did you want to add more to that, or um... nope? <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, okay. Well, uh, straight yeah, to the point. I, um, I think uh, I think I'll give it two and a half. Um, had a much better time with it than Invaders from Mars. Uh, I clearly see the problems with the film, but that didn't put me off by enjoying it um, by any means lesser. And uh, I thought it was a very clever clever ideas and uh, it worked for its charm even though it's a very minimalistic film it still had some depth depth to it uh, i definitely agree with you on that and i was looking at what i would rate this film and you're right two and a half sounds like the appropriate score it's it's an average film mm. honestly at the end but it like you said it tries hard for what it wants to do and it it's it achieves it more or less. I mean, there's a lot about this film we haven't discussed, like the fact that um, the guy's girlfriend, uh, her dad is the town lawyer, right? Town attorney. Oh, yeah. And That's yeah. right. They get like in a, a bunch of trouble. Oh, wait. We have to talk about the fact that these guys just stole a cop car and they didn't give a shit. At all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
God. It really shows you the time that it was made when you could just be like, come on. And it's like, there's a car right there. It's like, dude, that's a cop car. Don't take that. <laughs> Rebels. But um, yeah, no, average rating for sure because it, it was fun. Uh, I like the fact yeah. that the farmer just wanted to literally kill everybody. That could have been a thing. <laughs> right. But I mean, he has a good reason for it. Uh, Everybody was just literally surprised bull. Well, and the <laughs> fact that people were breaking into his house and just using his phone for no reason. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> it didn't even work half the time anyway. <laughs> like, I'd be confused too. I would have my gun if people were just like, it's fine if it's just one person. I mean, he was a little bit intense for that one person to be in his house. He's like, oh, there's an emergency. I had to use your phone. And he still held the shotgun up to them. But then the second person, I mean, at that point, you got to be like, okay, maybe there's some shit going on that I should know about. <laughs> but he ran are, out are you, front of Are you referring to the character the as the Luger? The Luger? What do you mean? Oh, like the, the guy who suddenly like, oh, I have this gun from uh, killing Nazis. Like he has oh, a Luger no. in his whole <laughs> house. Oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot he had that. Yeah, he's just a war vet. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I was talking about the farmer. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I forgot about that scene completely. The fact that he just has <laughs> from killing a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a little bit of a shorter one this episode. I mean, yeah. which is fine. I think we covered I mean, everything pretty well. Yeah, I I appreciate the length of the film, and uh, uh, also there is another fact with these films from the fifties. I I love the fact that. When it ends, it just ends. Like, like uh, we don't care about uh, like after plot, like a like a outro or uh, no like after a, scene credit here. <laughs> yeah, like like <laughs> fuck, like you just got your movie, you can go home now. <laughs> I I actually, you know what? If I had a choice to watch um, this movie again in a drive-in theater that would be a really cool experience i think oh that would be awesome. that would be fun yeah that'd be really fun i i think that's if i had to choose the best way to watch this movie it'd be like that and if someone out there listens to this and they have that op- uh, opportunity take it that that sounds take great it. yeah for sure absolutely um but yeah those were grandpa's aliens they taste like mothballs they weren't that great <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Grandpa, your aliens aren't that scary. That's for sure. Yeah. And I don't even know how they scared Grandpa. Honestly, they probably scared Grandpa because Grandpa was drunk 24-7 and he knew. Oh, yeah. He knew if he got jabbed with one of those things, he was dead. Yeah. Poor Grandpa. <laughs> but that's a wrap for this episode. We want to say um, a big thank you to Ebony for joining us today we appreciate it absolutely and they love me they really love me no i I appreciate it oscar speech come on thank you for inviting me do you want the tears at all (laughs) we want to no thank you for having me yeah well we want everybody to go listen to the gruesome twosome movie review some and we want them to listen the whole catalog because it's great and then come back and then listen to our stuff because we're just as great. Those are the words. They're actually better. They're being <laughs> humble. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, we have our moments under the sun, but oh yeah, you know, sure. we're just not very smart. That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs>
who needs intelligence Look, when you're in movies like this? None of us are really that smart, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> one brain cell between the three of us, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a unimind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you can find us pretty much anywhere, I think, at this point. Any major platform. Spotify, Apple, Google, the lot. Um, I think the best way we describe ourselves is like, we call ourselves reviewers, but really we're just shit talking on the couch. So you're just joining <laughs> us for a conversation on the couch as we watch some ridiculous movies, mainly horror, but we dabble in a bit of everything. So mm. come join yeah. us. That sounds perfect. <laughs> Wouldn't want any different than that. And uh, if you enjoyed listening to this episode and you want to hear more about us or what we have to say on our social media pages we've got twitter uh, you can check that out and we're all over the place as well too uh i'm not going to plug us as much because i really just want to put emphasis on ebony and her podcast so um for sure at the end of this you'll hear our intro song our outro song and then you'll hear the ad from ebbs podcast and until then we'll catch you guys later bye 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 And I'm Ebony. And we are the Gruesome Twosome Movie Review We are about the wacky, the wonderful, the weird, the strange, <laughs> the unusual, the gore, the fucked up, <laughs> the actors, the connection, the theatre, the passion, the love. Pretty much everything that comes film with represents. film. Yeah. But if it's if it's on a, a screen, we are there. We are reviewing. We love snacks. We love people. We love love. We just love film. We love films. So, so come join us on the couch. If you're as crazy as film as we are, come join us and have a good time with us. See you soon, my loves. Bye. Bye.